The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars Popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. St. Julia of Corsica. Father Lucian. Oh, Father Lucian, how happy I am to see you. Queen Elisa. Two years, two long years since you showed me the way. How can I tell you what you've done for me? I can see it in your face. You are happy, my daughter. Oh, more, much more than happy. Let me kneel before you. No, my queen. I am only one of God's lowliest servants. Later in the confessional, you will kneel at God's feet, and I shall listen to whatever you wish to tell him. You do wish to make your confession. Yes, yes, I do. Of course, I go to confession here. We have some good priests in Brescia. The word is spreading among the Lombards, you know. Still, you were the first to lead me to Christ. You say you have many converts in Lombardy? Oh, not enough, not enough. But, Father Lucian, we are making progress. I think my husband is ready to embrace the faith. His Majesty wants to become a Christian? Your last visit here made a deep impression on him, Father Lucian. And, Father, he he loves me. I, I know that is not enough, but... We start with a little human love, do we not? How many of us leap suddenly into God's arms? With God's help, we love more and more. And then... Then there comes the moment when God's great light shines full on us and illuminates our souls and the world around us. Then we can live in this light till God takes us home. Oh, Father Lucian, you will talk like this to the king, will you not? He will listen now. I know he will. Of course, my daughter, I will talk with him. But first, may I talk with you? Oh, how selfish I am. I have not asked anything about you, your health, your life. How are the brothers faring on Gorgone? Uh, our little island, I'm afraid, is slipping into the sea. It grows harder and harder to grow our food. And the monastery... 
Though salt water seeps in, and I do not think it can house us much longer. Well, you must come here. I have thought of that. But there is something immediate which I believe God wishes you to do. What is it? Tell me. We have on the island of Gorgone in our crypt the mortal remains of St. Julia of Corsica. St. Julia of Corsica? Corsica is where she met her martyrdom. She was a Carthaginian noblewoman by birth. I have heard that she was descended from Hannibal, son of Hamilcar, though I know nothing of the truth of that. But when Carthage was taken by Genseric 400 years ago, the girl Julia was sold as a slave to a pagan merchant of Syria named Eusebius. She was a Christian? Yes. She gave herself utterly to God. The most remarkable thing since the worship of Moloch and Baal Ammon was widespread in Carthage during her lifetime, and they had only recently abandoned the ritual of the Mok. The Mok? What is that? Human sacrifice, my daughter, by burning or by crucifixion. At any rate, after her enslavement, Julia was a perfect servant to Eusebius, a merchant, and he grew to depend on her, so much so that when he decided to sail to Gaul, a business trip, he took her with him. It is a long journey from Syria to Gaul. Eusebius put in at several harbors. One of these, the salt lake of Diana, poured for Illyria, the royal city of Corsica. Julia? Julia, where are you? Here, Eusebius. Oh, how do you contrive to be always within calling, even when I can't see you? I am your slave, Eusebius. Oh, I have a dozen slaves, and none is like you. They hate me. They wish me dead, but not you. Why? God put me here, Eusebius, to serve you and to watch over you. God has nothing to do with it. Not your God or any other God. I bought you from a band of Saracen pirates. I paid for you. A simple commercial transaction. It was God's will. Yeah, the Saracens would not have used you as well as I have, you know. God was kind. I was kind, not God. God touched your heart, Eusebius. I am not always kind, you know. Ask the other slaves. I know. But one day when you have accepted our Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you will be different. Then the kindness you show me, you will show to everyone, and God will rejoice. And you, you will rejoice? Of course. It couldn't be, could it, Julia? That you care for me a little? Of course I care for you. As a man, I mean. I don't know why I should want you to care for me, but I do. I want you to care for me. You are one of God's creatures, Eusebius. How could I not care for you? And you know that's not what I mean. I don't believe in your God, your one true living God. Nevertheless, he speaks to you. Julia, I need you, and I want you always beside me. All the rest is nonsense. Listen, the king of Corsica has asked me to come ashore. There are great festivities going on in Illyria. I want you to come with me. This king of Corsica? Felix is his name. The festivities, they well, are... Well, some are by way of being religious, I suppose. Felix is not a Christian? Of course not. <laughs> how many Christians could there be on Corsica? For that matter, how many Christians do you imagine there are in the world? A scattering, that's all. 
And soon there won't be even that many. Now, come. I expect to be entertained royally, and I want you with me. It's impossible. For a Christian to assist at heathen rites, it's impossible. I want you with me. This time I cannot be with you. I command you. No, Eusebius. I can have you carried there, chained and carried. Eusebius, these rituals are a blasphemy. There is but one God, and he is the loving father of us all. All their false gods are nothing but cruel inventions of man's dark mind. I have put my soul in God's keeping. How can I take it back from him even for an hour? I should kill you. I should give you back to the Saracens and let them kill you. Very well, then. You stay here and commune with your one, your living God. I'll go alone. Enjoy the festivities, Eusebius. Oh, yes, yes, they are uh, impressive. You seem morose. It's a passing mood, King Felix, I assure you. <laughs> Here, try some of our wine. It might kindle your spirits. Oh, thank you. I'd like to sample it. I was on my way to Gaul, you know, when my ship put in here. My purpose is to get some cuttings from the vines they grow there in exchange for some of our perfume. Our enterprise. Drink up. Well, all in the line of business. They say the wine made from the Gallic grapes is very light. Ours in Syria tends to cling to the tongue. It's a weight on the palate. Now, how do you find uh, this? It goes to the head quite quickly. You don't like it? It's most intoxicating. <laughs> That's the purpose. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> Why don't you like the festivities? Perhaps you don't accept our gods. Oh, on the contrary. They are not so different from the gods we worship in Syria. I have only the greatest respect More for... More wine. Thank you. You do like it. Very, very intoxicating. You do not disapprove our gods. You like our wine, but you are still despondent. Why? As my mind. I, I confess, King Felix, my mind is elsewhere. Where? It is uh, it's with my ship. Your ship is in no danger. There is a woman... On my ship. A woman? Well, now we begin to understand. Oh, no, 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 no. It is not easy to understand. I don't understand it myself. Her name is Julia. She is my slave. And you left her there? You could have brought her here. She would not come with me. What kind of a slave says, I will and I will not? She <laughs> is a Christian. What difference does that make? I do not know if you have known Christians, King Felix. They are a fanatical sect. They have strong ideas, strong wills. Uh, near here, on the island of Gargoni, there are some Christian monks. They come here from time to time. They get some sort of medicine, they say, from the uh, eucalyptus that grows here. They treat our sick. They do a little preaching. They go back to their little island. They've never bothered us. No, no, the Christians appear to be a gentle sect until it comes to a question of their faith. And the one they call the Savior. Then they become very stubborn. And your Julia is one of these? Oh, she is. Oh. Is she beautiful? Beautiful. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Hair like the night sky. Eyes like the sea when the stars shine down on And it. you left this beautiful creature behind? She would not come. She is a slave. She belongs to you. Uh, her body belongs to me. Well, that's what you want, isn't it? No... The truth is, I want more. I want her soul, too. 
And that she denies me. Her soul? That she says she has given to her God. Let me fill your cup. Thank you. Thank you. It really is most intoxicating, this wine. I'm amazed that you tolerate such insolence. If you want this woman, take her. No, you don't understand. There's something else. What else? Well, the gentleness I spoke of. She has more, I think, than anyone I have ever known. She she serves me, tends to my needs. She watches over me constantly. I'm a grown man. I'm a successful importer. I conduct a large and complicated business. I own three ships, a, a great house, and a dozen slaves. Yet there is no one like her. None like you. <laughs> She's making a baby. Of oh, her. one night I went hunting alone. As I was walking through the woods. I, I stepped on a viper. It sank its fangs in my leg. Oh, I knew I would die, no one knowing, no one carrying alone and helpless. And then, then from the shadows into the moonlight stepped Julia. She had followed me. She ran to my side. I showed her where the viper had struck. So? Well, what, what did she do? Well, first she, she took my sword. She cut off all her long black hair. And she bound it tightly around my leg, above the wound. Yes, this was to keep the poison from reaching my heart, she said. And then with my dagger, she cut a cross where the wound was. And she put her lips to the incision and sucked the viper's poison. Uh, she saved your life? Yes, she saved my life. Well, now I can understand your feeling of gratitude. Still, it remains that she is a slave, and a Christian slave at that. Uh, yes. Now, drink some more wine. You look pale. Uh, oh, you businessmen. What petty people you are. Uh, now, I've never been in Syria, of course, but here on this island, I am king. I know I am king, and because I know it, everyone knows uh, it. I am not a king. You are not even a man, my friend. Not even a man. You know what I think? What? Well, what do you think? I think it is not just this Julia, this slave that you love. I think a little of her Christianity has crept into your poor, quivering bones. Bend the knee, ask to be forgiven, ask to be whipped. Lie down, prostrate yourself, give in, give up. I'm not like that at all. Why, my other slaves, they obey me without question. But not this Julia. She obeys me, except... Except... With a slave, there should be no exceptions. They do not pick and choose when to obey and when not to obey. That's what makes them slaves. Only in religious matters does she defy me. No other times. There should be no other times. It's true that some of her Christianity has leaked into your veins. I know something of this strange faith from the monks on Gargoni. It's a weak, a sniveling sort of faith. Not for her. Not for Julia. I see these monks with their begging bowls. They practice their little charities. They try to help the sick. They get their herbs. They say, thank you, cross themselves. And then they go back to their miserable little island. And you're Julia. She follows you about like, like your shadow. Yeah. She, she tends to you. She wakes up in the night at the sound of your footfall. Yeah. She trails you into the forest. She cuts her hair to stop the blood. She sucks the poison. Tell me. <laughs> tell, tell me, Felix. Has anyone ever done as much for you? What? Has anyone ever cared so selflessly for you? Oh. Is she beautiful? You said she was? Very beautiful. I want to see her. She won't come here. She will. You shall see. She will come tied hand and foot. <laughs> Perhaps we can cut off her hair to tie her up. 
<laughs> I can't make her come. You shall see, my friend. You shall see how a Corsican king comports himself. You shall see, my little Syrian merchants. You shall see. <laughs> like to remain here on the island of Corsica? I am the slave of Eusebius. The slave of that drunken peddler stretched out in the dirt? I am his slave, and he is kind to me. And what if I were to purchase you from him? Then I would be your slave. Well, then, let us rouse our wine-bibber and see what sort of trade you make. Eusebius, come, little huckster, wake up. Eusebius! Come now, wake up. Your lovely slave girl is here. Uh, Julia. Uh, Julia, why are you here? They bound me and carried me here, Eusebius. I, I, I got drunk. I didn't know. Come, little businessman from the east. Pay attention. I want to discuss a transaction. What? What, what do you... How much do you want for her? Why, you... you... You want to buy Julia from me? You're not too drunk to understand that, are you? How much? She's not for sale, not to anyone. Now listen, I'll give you four slaves, each one as beautiful as she is, and much more tractable, I assure you. They don't know how to say no. She's not for sale. You are as stubborn as she is, and a bad trader as well, I'm beginning to think. She stays with me. You're a fool. I've offered you a bargain. Julia's not for sale. I will give you gold, more gold than you ever dreamed of. Were you to offer me your kingdom, all this wild and lovely island, for you to strip yourself of everything you have and put it at my feet, if only I would give you this poor Christian slave, I would say what I have said and say again, no, she is mine and she is not for sale. It's touching. It really is touching. We are a crude people on Corsica. We do not often see such tenderness, such devotion. I'm deeply affected. You do understand. She belongs with me. With you. She belongs with you. Now you do not even say she's yours. It's true. I have learned something new. Even a Corsican king can be taught, it seems. See, I surrender to your Christian love. At least I am subdued by it. I will not fight you any longer. Keep your Julia. I was a fool to have been so covetous. And we are friends again. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Friends. I have tired you with my bargaining. You need some more wine. So do I. No, thank you. No, no, You're not going to cross me in everything, are you? Come now, Eusebius. You've denied me your slave girl. I have bowed my head. We have decided to be friends. Let's drink to it. Or I will think you are not my friend. 
Very well, Felix. Here's your cup. Thank you. One last flagon of our good Corsican wine. We shall drain it together, you and I. All right. I drink the love of an Eastern peddler for his Christian slave. It moves me deeply. Come, drink. is not quite empty. You see, B.S. <laughs> Look at your master, Julia. In spite of his devotion to you, he could not quite stay awake to finish the wine. What a beautiful night it is. Outside, you know what's taking place. Hmm? You know... It's a festival for the gods, Julia. There is dancing and wine and sacrifices. Will you come with me, my dear Julia, and witness the dancing and the sacrifices? No, Felix. We do not offer human sacrifices, my dear Julia. The Romans put a stop to that long ago. So come with me and share the festival with me. We sacrifice only animals to our gods. There is but one god. Uh, you cannot know that, can you? It is my faith. I know it through my faith. And my faith is in him. The one true God. The living God. Julia, what if I were to give you what you most desire? There is nothing I desire that you could give me. Ah, but something you never dreamed of possessing. There is nothing. Your freedom. What about that? Suppose I gave you your freedom. Felix, king of Corsica. I have my freedom. It is the freedom to worship God. I gave my soul into his keeping through our blessed Lord, through Jesus Christ, the Savior. I am free. I am not a slave. I belong to no man. I belong to God. Why do you want to parade your false gods before me? Be silent. They are nothing to me. Not one more word. Nothing. Not one word. There is nothing you can promise me, nothing you Stop can offer it. me, because I am nothing save through him who put me on this earth to do his will. Stop. To make his word come to pass. I want not one more word from your insolent Christian mouth. Take her. Chain her. I want her beaten here before me. Beaten across the mouth. Beat those words down her throat, do you hear me? Beat that Christian mouth till it cannot speak at all. Beat her. Beat her. Take her. Take her out of my sight and crucify her. Crucify her! Yes, my queen. She was crucified on the island of Corsica. Brothers of my order found her still nailed to the cross. 
The people of Corsica told the monks the story of her martyrdom, and they went to King Felix and begged leave to take the body of Julia and the cross on which he had died back to the island of Gorgone with them. Felix granted permission. Perhaps he was ashamed of his part in the atrocity, I, I do not know. But the brothers took the holy relics to the monastery, and there they have been preserved these many, many years. Eusebius, what of him? When he woke from his drunken stupor and saw what had happened, they say he went quite mad. The monks found him wandering in the woods, babbling incoherently. They took him with them to Gorgone and nursed him. It is said that though he never fully regained his senses, he seemed to find some small comfort in the benedictions of the order. He loved her. He spent all his time near the crypt which the brothers had built to house her mortal remains. It is that crypt, Queen Arisa, which is now threatened by the rising waters. Say no more, Father Lucian. I know what you want me to do. You want me to bring Julia's relics here to Lombardy. That is what I came to beg of you. There is no need to beg. Of course they shall be brought here. Thank you. Thank you. We will give them shelter. No, we will do more. We will build a new church in Brescia, a magnificent new church. And there the relics shall be placed and preserved forever. God bless you, Queen Arisa. God bless you. Most mighty, most merciful Father, who watches over us by day and by night through all the long procession of the years, look with favor if it pleases you upon this endeavor to bring to a last and holy resting place all that remains on earth of one of the holiest of saints. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor. For those in need of spiritual renewal, we staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us 
in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.